Welcome to the Clear to Close podcast with our hosts, local mortgage expert Ryan Bolton and Carson Jones, owner of Team Honey with Red Rock Real Estate. Ryan and Carson have the questions and answers, tips and tricks, do's and don'ts, and expert guests to help explain all the steps needed to buy or sell real estate. And now it's time for the Clear to Close podcast. Welcome back, everybody. Carson Jones, Ryan Bolton here. Today, uh, we're getting close to the holiday season. Next week is Thanksgiving. It sounds ridiculous. I feel like Halloween was yesterday. But uh, next week, Thanksgiving, then we got, uh, of course, the December holidays coming after that. So uh, we get pretty often the objection from people saying, I want to wait until after the holidays to buy, or maybe I don't want to sell during the holidays. So today we're going to kind of uh, bring all of that to wraps and show you the the pros, cons, and maybe some tips to both buying and selling um, in uh, in the holiday season here. So especially in Southern Utah, I mean, this is a time of year where the snow starts falling in other places, and we're seventy degrees. Yeah, and I, I was trying to get a tea time for some golf. And holy cow, you can't get a tea time in this town. So, so many people visit this time of year, which might also say, hey, we want to move here. Right. So, it can be a really kind of a niche part of Southern Utah to look at buying or selling during this time because you do have some people that are coming from out of town. St. George's got more discovered. And I tell you, that first snowfall hits in Salt Lake and Reno and and Michigan and some of these areas around the country. Yep. I tell you what, the search starts kicking up. And we see a really big influx in February where they're just done with winter. Like, oh, my gosh, another snowstorm. It's in February or March. So you see kind of these two little mini seasons in southern Utah. November seems to be kind of one of those times where you don't want to just give up on selling your house or or not looking at buying because this can be a really good time. This can be a sneaky good time to buy a home in southern Utah. It can be. Honestly, I've always found that midsummer here when it's 180 degrees outside (laughs) and uh, we, we get a little bit less tourism. Now, that's changed over the past few years. When I first moved to St. George, your midsummer weekends were empty. There was nobody here. Now, it doesn't seem like there's a slow season there anymore. So there's right, still there's right. still a lot of people. But there's always a season kind of right as snow falls, then as snow falls later in the season. And then there's always kind of when the school year's over. So school right. gets done. They want to move into a different district or closer to a high school or whatever that it is. So you do see kind of a three seasons in southern Utah where I see a little activity bump yeah. bump. Yeah. And November, kind of October-ish, you know, mid-October, depending on weather, depending on snowfall and other areas, but kind of right up until about Thanksgiving and even kind of right after things, there's these little blips that pop yeah. up for a couple of weeks. So, yeah, yeah. it's, it, it's interesting. And so, I mean, we actually, uh, I kind of have a personal experience here with buying during the holidays. Uh, I bought my very first home in 2021. You were the lender on that. Yeah, home. I was. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, do you remember what day we closed? I think it was in December. We closed on December twenty third. Yeah, yes, it was a week of a week of Christmas. Yeah. Yep. So we <laughs> we spent all Christmas weekend. We forgot Christmas even happened that that year. It was we were just moving our into our right. new house. So um, so we're going to talk about some of the things to expect. One of the biggest things we'll talk about today is is. Uh, businesses close up a lot in December mm-hmm. and, and November here during Thanksgiving. So uh, you got to think about banks because banks are the ones who are going to be getting you the money there at the end. Uh, uh, county recorder's offices, things close up at times. And so you got to plan accordingly of when you're going to close and when you're going to get things done. Otherwise, you might see some delays. So uh, so let's go to our first slide. And let's talk about some of the cons of buying uh, during the, uh, the holiday season. So the first con we have is that potentially there might be fewer listings because there's going to be some few some people who actually take their home off the market 
during uh, the holiday season because they said, oh, we've got guests coming in town. We don't want to be showing houses. So one con, there might be fewer listings. With that said, we have more listings now than we've had in in actually quite a few years. I think last month we hit 1273. So listings are going up and they're going up in November here as well. So uh, with this market changing, this might be a little bit busier uh, listing market in December than we've seen in the past. Um, next one, less available agents, lenders, inspectors, other pros, um, possible delays. And then it could be a bit of an extra expense during an already expensive time. So let's talk about a few of these. So, um, less available lenders, less available agents. Uh, one of the reasons why I work with you is because if you're on a golf trip into San Diego, you still answer your phone, right? And, uh, it's very important to make sure that when you do hire, a realtor, home inspector, you hire somebody who, yeah, go on vacation, have a family, but be willing to work uh, when you need to work as well. And I think that's one of the things I've always tried to separate myself is working nine to five, you don't get as much done as working from three to seven, you know, or weekends, because that's when clients are off work. They're, you're, if you're trying to work with only clients that are only available during normal business hours, they probably don't have a normal business job and it's harder to get qualified. True. But when I'm available after those times to answer questions, things just go smoother. So you're not spending as much time working, but it's, I think 90% of my jobs answer the phone yeah. or, or return a call, answer an email. That's just a really big part of what can separate you that can help even during the holiday times. But you, you make a really valid point. There's things that are closed. You have Veterans Day that moved to a Friday. Well, if you had your contract closing on Friday, guess what? You're not closing on Friday. Right. So when you're looking at dates, whether it's this time of year or any time of year, I really recommend open up that calendar, look at where the dates fall and don't just say, okay, it's the 15th of this month. We're going to close the 15th of next month. And then you look at the calendar, it's a Sunday or a Saturday yeah. or holiday. Yeah. You want to make those adjustments to just give yourself a little extra time because it does take a little bit longer. Maybe things are a little bit more closed and it's just, it, you want to be a little more patient with those deadlines for sure. For sure. And, and, and just remember what, what day is Christmas on this year? Do we know? Know, what what days of the week? We'll we'll look it up here momentarily. But uh, with that said, it, let's say Christmas is on a Thursday, right? You got Christmas Eve on a Monday. Wednesday. Monday. It's Monday. Yes, this, it is a Monday this year. Christmas Day is a Monday? Christmas Day is a Monday. Okay. So, so, yep. so that's not terrible then. I mean, you could probably still close on Friday. I would assume. I mean, I would think banks are going to be open. That'd be what the twenty. Yeah, that's what you'll see. Is you'll, you'll see them take different times they observe, or they'll. Cut. A lot of times you'll see the a half day, day after, yeah. or you'll see a half day. We're going to close early today. Yeah, you know, and, and so that when it falls on a Monday, and then even the next day, it, Monday is a holiday. You've got the first of the year around the corner. It kind of becomes a dead week. I mean, there's so much during that week where people are kind of closing early. Yeah, we'll get to it. It just is a natural slow time. It's and it's really a, a good time for us to recharge a little bit, get ready for the first of the year. So you almost take advantage of that that time off where you know you're not the a full nine hour, eight hour days aren't going to be put in by a, a, almost anybody for sure so so think about i mean if you've got a closing say on friday before christmas you're probably going to want to make sure that you actually go to your closing get all the documents signed in the morning probably 10 11 a.m at the latest uh because if that were to not record that same day you might not be in until essentially Wednesday, especially if they take that extra day after after Christmas Day, they're off. Right. Um, and if you got even a more people doing the same thing, it just becomes this artificial bottleneck rushy yeah. kind of time when you really don't want to have that feeling. You don't want the stress of, of all of everything going and just adding to it. When all you got to do is ask for a couple more days. Right. 
It's right. amazing. When I get pre-approvals and they have 30 days to close, it's much more stressful if we had 60 days yeah. or just a True. little bit more time to make sure that everything does fall in and you're not lining up movers to move your stuff in or appliances True. to get delivered and all of a sudden they can't. Or It's just it's amazing how you can add stress to a situation or take it away by just looking at the dates and giving yourself a little more time. Yeah. It's huge. And, and the best way to do that is hire somebody who will uh, preemptively know what the best dates and worst dates would be to actually get yep. that close. The the final uh, con that we had on there was that it might just be a big expense during an already expensive time. Right. A lot of people go crazy during Christmas season, spend a whole bunch of money on gifts, and so they might not have all the down payment money right there for you. With that said, most people, I said my catchphrase of with, with that said again, I've been called out on that a few times. Um, a lot of people are going to have, thank you, a lot of people are going to have problems uh, all year if just buying Christmas gifts is what's going to set them back from buying a home. You know, it, it brings up a story. I remember a couple of years ago, a client was like, okay, we really want to buy a house. So, And they said that Christmas was around. They actually spent a little less on Christmas knowing that was still a goal because for years past, they kept kind of blowing their savings on the Christmas instead of having that goal. Hey, we want to be a homeowner. We right. want to get into this homeownership thing. We feel like we missed the wave. We missed another wave. We, I, I, I mean, I have so many people say, ah, I should have bought six months ago. Yeah. Should have bought a year ago. Should have bought two years ago. The very, very rarely do you have people that bought and say, oh, I bought at the worst possible time. Right. Even if it could have been, you know, at the time they did it. But because the appreciation or tax benefits or just owning a home, the pride of owning a home or something else improves, the value goes up, the appreciation goes up or something else changes or rates do go down, they can refinance and yeah. take advantage of a lower payment on that debt. I, I rarely have people that really say, hey, I bought. I really hated when I bought a home. Almost everybody regrets they didn't buy it. Yeah. The Christmas comes around and money gets spread a little bit thinner and you want to be able to do those things. But having the goal of having a home might offset going a little too crazy on your Christmas spending. So it is something where I always like to to talk to people this time of year and say, okay, if the goal is to get into home ownership, these are some of the things you ought to look at and just be ready to go. Now, what what have you seen? Have you actually seen that in December, maybe lenders have even more free time because they don't have as many loans going? So maybe actually you can get loans done quicker? Yeah. I, I mean, it's over the whole overall market right now is slower. So lenders are definitely not as busy as they used to be, but they've also started laying off more people. So the staff is actually a little bit shorter. So when we see blips in increase, it hits us quicker because all of a sudden we do have 10 applications one week where we had none the week before. Right. They always seem to come in these big waves and we'll have nothing, 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 20 files. It's yeah. like, holy cow. Yeah. <laughs> so it, it has these this, this cyclical you know, cycle waves that'll happen with it. But we do see a general slowdown, absolutely, about... You know, kind of about mid-October, we see a little bump, maybe the first of November, a little bump in December. But yeah, everybody's kind of in that holiday mode. And But you also see prices and some homes pop on the market that maybe do want to sell a little bit more. And you usually see some good deals hmm. because they are trying to sell during that time of year where it may be a little bit slower. Uh, but it, it, it really is just kind of based on the overall market. So let's take a look at some of the benefits yeah. of buying a house uh, during the holidays. So number one, you got less competition. And again, it kind of depends on your market. St. George might be a little heavier market in the in, in this time of year because the weather is still so nice down here, like we've said. Uh, you have more negotiating power. If you have less competition, then you're always going to have more negotiating power. Uh, potentially lower prices. This is going to be because of your negotiating power, because of the less competition. So it all is kind of working back to less competition. And then the final one, which I think is the most important thing that a lot of people don't think about, is this may actually be a perfect time to get that extra tax deduction if you buy before the end of the year. So 
you you are really really good with kind of advising people on where they need to uh, where they where they need to be on their taxes each year in order to to make sure that uh, they, they can get into that house or, or or get whatever it needs to be for for their next financial investment. And a lot of that comes to what tax deductions you have each year. December is going to be common, especially for a lot of investors. Maybe you sold a house uh, back in July, and now you're realizing, okay, I'm going to actually have a pretty big tax uh, tax burden, or you made a whole bunch of extra money this this year, so I need a big tax deduction, right? This could be something that could be a great tax deduction for a lot of people. Absolutely. And it's something where we start to review the taxes with clients to say, okay, you can't qualify in 2023 until we do the tax returns. So what are some of the things we can do to qualify either now or have to wait till 2024? So having those conversations now can help you kind of set that up. Yeah. But it is something where you're going to have capital gains. Maybe there's some other expense or you have a lease agreement that's going to be going up a lot more than what you could do if you just went and bought the home. There, there is ways to be able to look at that to take advantage of that calendar year, what can show up on your tax return for sure, and or some other expense that you can do this year instead of next year or vice versa to make sure you qualify for the best loan in the future. So the other pros we were talking about, we were talking about how there's less competition. Okay? Right. Uh, and I want to I talk about the idea that the if you do have somebody that's trying to sell during this time of year, it usually is a time of year where people aren't selling. Yeah. So if they do have to sell, they may be more of a reason why they're doing it. Maybe divorce, death, yep. something that was unplanned typically. It's usually not something where you go in the year and think, I'm going to sell during the holidays. So if you do have somebody that is trying to sell that just pops up now, maybe they're just trying to get ahead of the market a little bit because there sure. is less competition. But generally, there's a little bit more of a motivated seller this time of year than you would get in June or even February where there's buyers everywhere. I couldn't agree so more. I it mean, is if something I, where if you find a home right now, you may be finding a little better deal on that house. Yeah, if you see a new listing pop up in December, you know that they're they're not even thinking about worrying about, oh, I'm not going to be able to do showings in the, during the holidays. They've thought that far in advance already. Right. So so make sure to uh, to look for those. When you get those those new ones, they might be more motivated than your than your average seller throughout the year. Yeah, because a lot of times people are going to wait till February, wait till the summer, wait till certain hot months to try to get maybe the most price. If they're listing now, price isn't as much of a concern for most sellers. There's some other motivating factor. Right. And learning what that is. Maybe they've got a job starting somewhere else. Maybe they've had a death in the family, a divorce, something that's more or less that's kind of forcing them to put the home on the market. Now, there still might be investors who just get done building a house, and this is when they're going to put it on the market. Yeah. But I'm, I, if you see existing sales kind of pop up, there's usually some other factor than just price that they're putting it on the market now instead of waiting to the first of the year or waiting till February because they can't. They have some of the reason why they're trying to sell. So I do believe if you're a buyer and you can qualify there will be little better deals during the off seasons, no matter where, what market, whether you're in Tahoe or whether you're in California, whether you're here, there's still always going to be little off seasons. So when homes show up in the off season, there's another reason they're trying to sell it. Yeah. And it's more motivated sellers for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Let's talk about some of the tips that we have for home buyers during the holiday season. Uh, and, and these a lot, a lot of these come to counteract some of the cons and some of the other uh, potential threats that come with uh, with buying or selling during the uh, the holidays. So number one is hire an agent and for that matter, hire a lender, hire all the pros who are actually working through the holidays, even if they don't work directly at their house or they're on vacation, as long as they're working. Um, get pre-approved early and submit all docs as soon yeah. as possible. Uh, time preach, brother, preach. <laughs> time becomes <laughs> a very uh, a very precious thing during the holidays, and a lot of people they say, "Oh, well, I know I got to get you all these docs, but 
I don't have time because I got a bunch of family in town. So do it all and early. Also, your pay stubs are going to be a little less. There's more days off. There's more time off. There's going to be things that might affect your overall income that is yeah. averaged over the year that might be a little bit less. So starting that pre-approval process, we're going to preach that for every single time we can. Too many people in our society wait to the last second. Yeah. Their lease is up at the end of the month, so they start looking for a house. I cannot tell you how many times if we had just a little more time to work on credit or maybe make sure they get all the hours at work or save a little bit, pay off a credit card, something that if we just had a little more time, they get a better loan. Yeah, We yeah. don't have to do rapid rescores and pay money to update the credit. We just let it naturally update, which is on these 30-day cycles. So if, you're, if it's on your radar to purchase, get started sooner. It costs you yeah. nothing. It costs nothing to find out where you're at today. And I can always tell almost every client, 99% of the time, I say, go do A, B, and C, and you'll get a better loan. Right. right. Well, A, B, and C can take time. And the more time you have it, the more likely you'll get a better loan. So yeah. get pre-approved and get the documentation quicker because it may be harder. Maybe the HR department's closed. Maybe you're, you know, if you don't have your copy of your W-2, your CPA might close early or something. You can't get your tax returns. I mean, there's little delays that will just add up that just adds a little extra stress when you're trying to do it this time of year. But that added... The reason there's those extra complicated things allows better pricing sometimes. True. And back to that first uh, uh, tip that we had where it said hire somebody who's actually working throughout. That actually works a lot for sellers as well. And and if you're a seller thinking about listing your home with an agent, say you want to list in mid-November, right now, mid-November. If uh, One of the first questions you should ask them is, what's your plan for the holidays? Oh, uh, yeah, we're going on a great trip to Hawaii, the whole family. We're going to be gone for 10 days. <laughs> right. The holidays, one thing about it is there's a lot of people from Salt Lake City who have family down here. They have second homes down here. This is a very busy place in the middle of the holidays, right? So people are going to be traveling down here. Perfect time to do open houses, right? I've done open houses. Actually, I remember my first year in real estate. I had never sold a house yet. I had just been doing it for a couple months. But I actually was doing an open house on Christmas Eve, my first year in real estate. And we had a lot of people. Why? Not because it was just I did such great marketing. It's because there's a lot of people in town. So And there's fewer open houses for that same reason yeah, because they're out of yeah. town. And But you have a lot of out-of-towners that are coming to visit the area during the holidays. So right. it's a great market. Like I said, there's always a little bump up especially when that first snow falls to where people are like, ooh, we could actually, they come down yeah. here and see clear sky. You know, yeah. you saw Lake City and all you can see is is just a haze over everything. You come down here and you see blue sky for the first time in, in a month. Right. They're right. going, maybe we should this, buy. This maybe we buy a second home. Maybe we can do yeah. that. So you, you, get, you get more people into town, which you always get a higher percentage of somebody looking to buy. Right. The more people that come into town. That, right. St. George is discovered. It's just getting more and more discovered. More and more people are coming because there's such a wonderful benefit of living here. And you want to just take advantage of that during these times if you can. So, unsolicited sponsor, I have two children, one very new child. I'm not going anywhere for the holidays. So, if you need to sell your house, <laughs> call you me. I'll be here. I'll do it. And it doesn't house. mean if they're on vacation, they can't do it, but what's their no. plan? Yeah. And because a lot of us are, are used to working wherever we're at. Yeah. But it's, it's definitely worth asking that question because it is something where you just need to work your dates around maybe a little less communication, a little, a little more time to get back to people right. and stuff like that. And it happens in every industry, whether it's the appraiser, the homeowner insurance, the title company, all that's going to have extra days that are going to be yeah. closed. So let's go back to that flyer about the uh, benefits again. I think there's a couple other points we wanted to hit. Yeah, number three number there. Number three. There it so is. So schedule closing with plenty of buffer time around uh, main holiday dates. We've talked about this a little bit. Then the final was, one was uh, know your seller's reason for selling and be aggressive. So these are two very important things. We've already discussed the third one a little bit, and so uh, we'll just we'll jump past that quick. Again, we recommend uh, look through the dates, be strategic on that. So you don't want to close, you want you don't want to schedule your closing on Friday the twenty second this year uh, or twenty first, and suddenly you're not able to actually get into your house until Wednesday. 
there are people who live in hotels for four to five days because the county recorder didn't didn't or the title company didn't record it on time. Uh, yeah, I've had so many stories where people are moving truck is ready to go in, yep. they can't, and then yep. a lot of times these dates are set on Fridays or the last day of the month. And they fall on Fridays, and if it doesn't fund, record, sign, wires, all the things that have to happen, which everybody thinks, okay, once you're done with the hard part, the underwriting stage and all yeah. that, signing's the easy part. There's still other steps after signing. Yeah. And if the wire doesn't get out in time, you don't record. If the lender wire doesn't go out, if there's any funding conditions, maybe there's a correction on the insurance, maybe there's something that has to get done. If you don't have those business days to work on it, I, I, I like you said, there's times where they're supposed to close, fund, and record on yeah. Friday. They don't till Monday. Well, what yeah. do they do for the weekend? The moving truck's sitting there. They got to yeah. rent the moving truck for more. They got to go to a hotel. You add that on top of the holidays, boy, I tell you what, just schedule a few extra days. Just give you the button. And if you close early, it's a bonus. Yeah. But it's a lot worse than closing time late. Before the holidays. And right. for me, when I write an offer for a buyer, really throughout the entire year, I try to make sure my closings are either on Tuesdays, Wednesdays, or Thursdays. Yeah. Uh, I, it's um, huge. It, huge. It, it is. And, you know, even if it's a full week, there's it's five business days throughout the week, there's no holidays or anything. It, on a on a Thursday, if you go to uh, if you go to close and you don't close until maybe three thirty four o'clock on a Thursday, you, you're not going to get in the keys. house that night. Yeah, you're not getting keys uh, that day. So <laughs> if you happen to do that on the Friday, you won't get them for the whole weekend. Okay, so I, I always try to make sure do as many closings as you can in the middle of the week. That way, worst case scenario, if if X Y and Z happens, worst case, okay, you get it Friday. You still have it for the weekend. It's not fun to sit at a hotel with your U-Haul truck in the parking lot for the mm. whole weekend waiting. And I'm amazed. These dates we create, these dates the agents create, you know, and they almost create, if they do it on that Friday, they create this artificial deadline that everybody has to meet. Yeah. And you have so many moving parts that you can't control all the time and end of the month and holiday, whatever it is. It's a, it's such a good point to try to make sure you just close on Wednesdays, close and, and also really work with your lender on setting the date. I've had so many times where I'll have a title company call me two weeks before we're supposed to close. They've already set the date and time at like 8 a.m. on yeah. that Friday morning when they right. have no control over that. So all of a sudden now you create this date that just gets egg on your face <laughs> when you don't meet the deadline right. that you didn't even create. Right. Or it's something where clients have the expectation once they sign, they get their keys. Yeah. Not realizing, yeah. okay, once you sign, there's still final funding conditions. Make sure you're still employed. Make sure the wire's hit for your down payment from the lender wire. Balance everything. The insurance is put in place. There's little steps that if you can just give yourself time, there's nothing that gets missed yeah. or becomes an issue where you miss that deadline. And it really is important to coordinate with the lenders to kind of set that expectation of when you can sign. And too many times I see people set those dates before we're even clear to close. Yeah. That's the name of our podcast. Get you clear to close, then start scheduling the times right. and try to be a little early of the settlement deadline. But just it's amazing. And, and a lot of times the seller will even give you an extension if it's Wednesday and you need one more day. Where if it's Friday, now you're talking a couple day extension. If there's a delay Monday, then it's Tuesday. Yeah. So I, I'm telling you that that's some of the best tricks. Get pre-approved early to make sure you're getting the best loan. Look at the calendar and schedule your closing dates with a little buffer. It's huge. And that final tip we had was to know your seller and then be right. aggressive. It And it's very important. And, and yes, it is a little bit more important during the holidays because you might need to know, okay, is there is this house vacant that I'm writing an offer on where I could just go in and move in no problem? They don't need to go move a whole bunch mm, of stuff out. Really good point. Or is there a family living in here where I'm going to write them an offer and say, congratulations, you're getting kicked out of your house two days before Christmas. They're going to look at this and say, okay, well, we like the offer, but this is a struggle for us to, I mean, what are we going to do for 
for that whole weekend. We're out of the house. So, and that's so, where you'll see sometimes the date of possession can be a few days after you actually be. close yep. to give that buffer, to give that time. So just make sure you're aware when the seller has time to move yep. out of the house. And, and that might be delayed. And, and I think it's great. Get get closed, right? Especially in today in today's market, it's not good to to delay and delay and delay. You want to get closed. With that said, all it takes is put a little bit of a lease back in there. Say, we're going to lease it back to you guys for two weeks. We're not going to charge you anything, or we're going to charge you 20 bucks a night or something like that. Sure. Lease it back. That way, uh, the seller's going to see that and say, oh, okay, the price might be a little low, uh, but we're going to be able to close on the house early, get our money early, and then they're still going to allow us to live in the house for, for a couple weeks afterwards. That alone, I've actually gotten a lot of offers accepted from uh, from sellers just by kind of helping with their logistics. And that's where if you schedule it for the end of the month, your lease expires, they need to be out. So many things have to happen where if you say, okay, we're just going to plan on paying rent yeah. at, at the house or closing middle of the month or closing at a time and just know, okay, we might be paying a little bit for our old rental yeah. while we're still moving into the house. Okay, but having those days of buffer is well worth the stress than having to be out of the lease into right. another home that isn't closed. So then you have to move into a hotel, storage unit. Holy cow, that's so much stress that can be totally avoided yeah. if it's just a matter of making sure you don't push yourself up right to that date. Yeah, and is. it's something where it, it, it's it's more it's better to pay that lease than it is to just have to pay something else or, or figure uh, another date out. Right. And, and at the end of the year, the, the, the good thing is most, most places want to reset by January 1, right? Mm-hmm. You do have a few days there between Christmas Day and, and January 1st, but but a lot of people, they want to be settled in. They want to be ready to go in their new place. And so uh, it's it's very important to know what your seller is going to want. Know, okay, the seller, we know that they have a family. They're not going to be able to get out until this date. So let's either negotiate that with them or put that into the offer to make it even look better and better for them. Awesome. So it's a great time to buy. Southern Utah, there's people in town. It's a great time to sell. We're always going to preach that. You're much yeah. better off buying now than regretting that you didn't. It's such one of the biggest regrets as I should have bought six months ago, should have bought a year ago. Always. If you're able to buy, find a home in your price range, find something that's comfortable and get on it. Yeah. Because guess what? It's not going to be available soon. It's going to be gone. So appreciate everybody listening. We love doing the show. If you have any topics, questions, or comments, please put in the comments below and we'll get to them in a future video. See you next time. See you next time. This has been the Clear to Close podcast with Ryan Bolton and Carson Jones. Please submit your comments, questions, and topics for future episodes to cleartoclosepod at gmail.com. That's clear the number two, closepod at gmail.com. Or findmyhomeutah.com or ryanbolton.com. Please like, follow, and share. And until next time, this is the Clear to Close podcast. Views expressed do not necessarily reflect those of Patriot Home Mortgage or Team Honey with Red Rock Real Estate. License number NMLS 299717. This has been a production from A Podcast Studio.